podcast. I'm your host, Mari Reesberg. Over the past several years, I've combined my degrees with acting and somatic psychology to share my sustaining creativity techniques with performers. And now I've decided to share it with a bigger audience that includes you. I believe we are all creative and this podcast is all about that. I'll be interviewing people from all backgrounds, ages, and creativity experiences to share just how creative we all are. Today, I'll be chatting with Rachel Oz, psychologist, art playgroundist, and author. Please enjoy Rachel Oz. Welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. Today, I am here with Rachel Oz, psychologist, art playgroundist, and author. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Mari. I am super excited to chat with you today about creativity and all of the magical, wonderful things that you do. But before we get there, if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yes, great. So I'm, I'm a psychologist in a private practice here in Minnesota, and I've been doing that for almost 30 years, and I love the work. It's such an honor to be with people's dear hearts uh, in their true stories. Mm. And I am an author of four books that I've also illustrated, and I call myself an art playgroundist because when I make art, it feels like it's um, I'm young again, and it's I'm on the playground. It's recess, and the wind is in my hair. I'm with my friends, you know, I'm on the swings, whatever, and it just feels free. Hmm. So that is that description that I made up. Um, I love it. So those are my main arenas, and I should just mention all my books are all about lifting people up. So they're all personal growth hmm. gift kinds of books. Yep. Nice. I love it. And maybe we'll hear a little bit more about them as we chat. But, you know, I, my first question is, what does it mean to you to be creative? Mm, What does it mean? I think that it begins for me with getting quiet enough to hear what's going on inside me. Mm. So for example, beginning to peel away the noise outside of me of how would someone else express themselves? What would someone else say? What would someone else write? How would someone else create a drawing? And get quiet enough to hear what it is that I feel moved about and what brings me joy and what images are coming to me or what words are coming to me. Sometimes just to say a really down to earth example of this would be um, sometimes I can get tired and I can think, okay, inside a greeting card, I want to just find some inspired quotes to write in there to somebody for a family member's birthday or whatever. And then sometimes I get stuck, like I'm not finding anything. And then I think, oh, here's the lesson again. I have to come back to my words Mm -hmm. that I'm my poetry. I, Mm -hmm. the muse is inside. The quotes are inside me and they always are, but sometimes (laughs) I wrestle with that. Yeah. And so for me, 
in, in my experience and how creativity calls to me is put your Rachel fingerprint mm. into the world, mm -hmm. place that in front of your loved ones mm. um, and affirm your own distinct, beautiful voice. Mm. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, I love just that image. You. The image that comes with putting your fingerprint on it. And mm -hmm. and I, I think you're right. Oftentimes we do look outside of ourselves for creativity and inspiration and remembering that we have it within ourselves. So thank you for that reminder that, mm. that it does live within us and yeah. we can get distracted by things outside or trying to find it externally. And right. Yeah. What right. I'm really curious, what are some of the ways that you tap back into that internal creative experience? Yes. Well, you know, it's interesting because I'm going to just go again with the most mundane, which is writing in a greeting card. <laughs> and Great. this is because I feel like sometimes we find our answers in our most ordinary places yes. that then carry over and translate into other things, into actually writing a poem, a whole book, a whole dance routine, right? But in that um, listening about the, what do I write in a card? Yeah. I think for me, sometimes it has to start with resistance and wrestling. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, I don't <laughs> want to do this. And I have to feel that resistance inside. It's a really tricky, funny customer I've got in my relationship <laughs> with getting creative, yeah. you know? So even with the first weekend I had set aside in, I think, when was it? I don't know. When I wrote my first book, when I started writing my first mm -hmm. book, I remember scheduling my very first weekend to uh, alone. So I would just have time with me to begin writing. Mm -hmm. And the first night of this weekend that I had set aside, do you know what I did? I went out to the movie theater and saw the first showing of Sex in the City. <laughs> That's how I started my first book. <laughs> because I was like, I am resisting it. I, I want to write. I don't want to write, you know, just, uh, yeah. and so I just gave that to myself. And the next morning I began, mm -hmm. but I think that there is a piece there to like be friends with inside and allow yeah. some space for that and to not be surprised by it. Mm -hmm. So for me being Rachel, I know that that's going to be the first part of me I need to dance with. I love it. I mean, and, yeah, it's not hopeless. It's, it's hopeful. I it's predictable for myself. I know myself, but that I, maybe sometimes that's with bigger things. If it's a small thing, like writing in a card, but I don't mean to dismiss it. I don't mean small, yeah. like in, inconsequential. I mean, just small, like it won't take very long. Mm -hmm. um, and so if it's that, I think that there's a little wrestling, like, are there some other quotes I can find or whatever? But then I think for me, 
it's just getting quiet asking myself, okay, if I'm going to write a card, let's say to you, to Mari, it's like, wait a minute, what do I really want to say to her? How am I truly genuinely moved by her? Mm. Let me actually ask myself those questions. And what would be a way I could say it Mm -hmm. in, in the most genuine way? And sometimes it might even be an outside of the box way. It might involve a little doodle in the card or not. Um, You know, it might be like, oh, Mari, I just love and celebrate how you move around and your big laughter and your affirming presence. And Mm. you know what I'm saying? Just really, just pay attention and listen. The last thing I would say is, noticing always what makes me feel joy and what makes me come alive Mm. are Mm -hmm. always the clues to like, those are always the directions to go in. So if I want to listen to myself, if I want to move in a creative direction, what are the invitations to joy? Mm. Yes. What are the invitations to joy? I love it. What sounds fun. Yeah. I love those reminders. I think we don't ask ourselves that question enough. What is the invitation to joy? What sparks joy in me in this moment? And how do I want to express that or share that with someone else? Yes. Yes. Nice. I mean, you strike me as someone who takes a lot of information in and then re, I don't know, retools it to then share it again (laughs) with Mm, others mm, and mm. I'm really curious you know what is your earliest memory of being creative Mm, uh uh-huh okay my earliest um I I mean I have a few Mm I I might say a couple that are a little zigzaggy in time So in fifth, sixth grade, I had, I drew, I did a lot of drawings and with markers and they all had rainbows in them. They all were very colorful, full of rainbowy things. And I, my bedroom walls were, it was like wallpaper. So, you know, the pieces of paper were like, I don't know what they were, but you know, 11 by 18 or a little bigger. Mm-hmm. And they, the individual drawings covered my whole walls. So it almost became wallpaper. <laughs> and I also loved rearranging my bedroom frequently. I love that. <laughs> right? Like yes. that was, and it, I always remember that super refreshed feeling mm-hmm. when the room looked different. It just was enlivening, yeah. you know? Um, all my same stuff, but man, it's refreshing to have it different. So I yeah. did that a lot when I was young. Mm-hmm. And I think all kinds of things we do are creative when we're young, right? Like almost everything is oh, We're yeah. constantly like are using our imagination, making up, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's playing with dolls or stuffed animals and the storylines that go with those or re- <laughs> reading or, you know, just the imagination is yeah. so alive. And, um, but I did a lot of creative writing when I was little too, a Mm -hmm. lot. I liked writing poems. Mm -hmm. 
oh, let me share this one with you too. And then I'll, this will close it, even though this is one that doesn't have a lid. Um, These stories. So somehow in junior high, uh, and this is going to date me a little bit, but when I was in junior high, Murray, I had to take a, I had to take typewriting classes, Uh (laughs) the old typewriter, right? And then in the class, we would also have timed tests, like how fast Mm -hmm. can you type? Well, I don't know how I did it, but somehow I talked the teacher into this so that when all the other students were doing the time tests, I got to be at my typewriter and write creative stories. I love it. I don't know how, but he was like, sure. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. Yes. And it sounds like the the writing piece, creative writing, poetry mm-hmm. has carried throughout your life. Is that something that you yourself continue doing or do you feel like, other people encouraged you to keep writing? Um, I felt inspired. Mm. So it, it, so I, so I'll just say it. I'm 56 and in my very early forties, uh, I think I was at a point in my psychology career where I was, I had the foundation of it, right? I had a groove going. I mm-hmm. had a sense of what I was doing And also I have two sons and they were just old enough that they weren't completely consuming anymore. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I think the youngest was maybe eight or something. And so I just had some space open up. Mm. And at that time, I was feeling very moved by my therapy clients and the Mm. things that I would hear them say, the just out of suffering the nuggets of wisdom that would take my breath away and I felt moved to write about that that Mm. was kind of the beginning Mm -hmm. um I just my cup ran over with in feeling inspired and then I felt like really inspired to draw like what would that look like with line work and color Mm. um the things I'm hearing and inspired by the words so eventually those things became books. I love it. Yeah. 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 I love following the inspiration. And I mean, you just, you ooze curiosity about things. And I love, I love seeing that and experiencing it. And what do you, how would you encourage someone who doesn't believe they're creative to find creativity in their life? Yes. Well, you know, again, maybe starting with the mundane or the ordinary. Mm. And so, and also maybe reopening to the idea of what is creative, right? Mm. How you put an outfit together. And listen, I could talk at length about clothing. Um, That's (laughs) like a whole thing for me. I I mean, really, if that could be a whole day conversation. (laughs) Um, I love it for me. That's another huge creative outlet. Um, so much so that I'm a clothing ambassador, like, like that's a whole part of my story, but I really enjoy it to me. It's sort of the art of living. Like I love putting colors and patterns and, you know, matching up this piece brings me joy. This piece makes me giggle, like putting a whole laughter outfit together. 
so the idea that our ordinary is creative too. And so like cooking, baking, Mm -hmm. that's creative, right? Um, How how we might do our hair, Uh creative. Again, what we might write in a greeting card. Mm -hmm. I would also, so in addition to the ordinary or or like, really, I can think of myself as creative. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to just also encourage like, Think of what you may say to a friend when they are having a hard time. Mm-hmm. A word of encouragement. That's creative. Like the, how we string our words together. Yes. Um, and maybe think about yourself as a child when you were little. Mm-hmm. Just reflect on your, how, what was happening in your imagination. Did you have imaginary friends? What did you play with? How did you, did you do anything? I'll say it very loosely, you know, artful with crayons or, mm-hmm. um, you know, what would it feel like to have a coloring book now and just color, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. So I just think reassessing, if you don't think you're creative, mm-hmm. reassessing maybe well, wait a minute. How have I put myself in a box of how I think about that? Yeah, those are great. I love all of those pieces. And I mean, the, just taking the mundane or the ordinary and looking at it through the lens of creativity. I love your story about building an outfit that is around laughter that makes you giggle. And yeah. I'm so curious what it is to be a clothing ambassador. <laughs> you mentioned that now I have to okay. ask. Okay. So, so my, a, a number of years ago, I was going out to New York and a couple of people said, when you're in New York, you have got to check out the Gudrun Sojian store. You're going to love it because of just how like the kind of outfits I put on my women and girls and my drawings and my books, you know, they just, and also just generally how I was dressing. Yeah. And so a couple of people said, you've got to check out that store and it's become my favorite clothing store. But when I was out there, I walked in, I, in a good way, freaked out. I yelled, this is my favorite clothing store ever. (laughs) And by the time I left New York, I just loved the staff. They asked me, would you be an ambassador? Meaning we will regularly give you our clothes and just share them on social media on you. You know, sometimes if you have events, bring our catalogs, that kind of thing. And it's the easiest thing to do because it's genuine because I really do love their stuff. And it's, it's part and parcel with me and how I draw. And Mm. so it was such an easy yes. And (laughs) oh my gosh, I just can't, I, I can't even express to you the extent to the joy I experience in this. Yeah, I can hear it. I can hear yeah. it just talking yes. the joy, the love of his clothes and right. how it impacts you and influences the other yeah. creative expressions and experiences you have. Yeah. I love that. I mean, right? what a great way to express who you are and yes. your creativity by wearing clothing that yeah. inspires you and brings you joy. Right. Thank you. Thank you. And like accessories too, like I'm telling you like glasses. Mm -hmm. I remember years ago, uh, looking for new glasses frames Mm -hmm. and 
looking in the little teeny rectangle mirror, you know, in the department <laughs> store, trying on different ones. And I went with the purple and green pair because those were the ones I couldn't stop giggling about in the mirror. And I thought, I can't argue with my joy. Ah, right. Yes. But that was a creative choice. It was like, oh, this is something new. And this is me listening inside. Ah. And, um, you know, I'm just going to let joy lead. Mm, what a great statement. Letting joy lead. That so beautiful. Oh my gosh. This has been such a treat chatting with you. I just oh. have one last question. What does it feel like in your body to be creative? In my body, you know, in my body, I think that, um, what I'm going to think about in this moment, because I think in my body, it feels differently depending on the creative expression. So for example, if I'm picking out clothes, it feels a little different in my body than when I'm sitting at a table drawing, mm -hmm. you know, they're different, um, sensations. Yeah. So when I'm drawing, I get into a state where I start a little bit to lose time. Mm. And I think my body really starts to relax. Mm. Mm -hmm. And um, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm really trying to sink in and listen to what that feels like mm -hmm. in my body. There's, um, okay, there's like, my stomach relaxes. There's like uh, a little bit of music inside, mm. um, kind of a humming, a singing, um, a little girls in there um, who is able to come out. Mm. And, um, and so maybe in that sense, like my body gets a little more restored, like the mm. connective tissues inside. Yeah. Um, start, uh, like I am assisting healing and muscle mass to restore. Oh, that's what's true. I love it. Oh my gosh. Like, I didn't yes. know that before, but you asked me. So then <laughs> I thought I'd listen. Well, thank you for listening and sharing all of that. It's amazing. Mm. And if listeners want to learn more about the work you do, the books mm -hmm. you have available, how mm -hmm. can they go about finding them? Mm, thank you. Well, so I would say the easiest way would be to find my website mm -hmm. and that because my website is like this hub <laughs> where, you know, on the top of when you get there on the homepage, you can click on shop or you can click on counseling or mm -hmm. events, my events page or whatever, you know, and yeah. you can kind of get to anything. You can find my Instagram and Facebook pages through my website. Although you could also just Google my name and find any of that too. But mm -hmm. um, the, the, my website is rachellaws.com. And it's um, Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, and Oz, like the beginning of awesome, A-W-E-S. I'm saying that so people can remember. Yes. Um, but then it's just rachelos.com and you can just find any of that easy peasy. But all my books are really, a lot of people will say they leave it by their bedside and then mm. just pick pages, um, you know, like a friend to say really kind, encouraging things to them. Mm. And with like yummy doses of color, mm. they're fully illustrated. So 
um, but they're for adults. Yeah. And, um, but my newest one is called the relationship book. Um, and that I felt moved to make during the pandemic when it was so clear how important our relationships are as we became somewhat more isolated, but we creatively found our way back to one another. And so that one has stuff about relationship with myself, with Mm -hmm. animals, with food, with clothing, with humans, with divinity, with community, and, um, really just the book is meant to just super love you up and nurture you and encourage you to meditate on and love yourself in all of those places. I love it. And they can find that book, your newest book through your website as well. I will put all those links in the show notes so people have easy access. And thank you. you so, so much for taking the time to chat with me today. It's been such a pleasure talking with you. Oh, same, same, same. Yay. <laughs> I love it. for listening to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. We'd love to keep in touch, so follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Sustaining Creativity. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Tag your friends and family so they can listen too. We love to hear from you, so leave your reviews, comments, and questions. Check out our website, sustainingcreativity.com, for upcoming offerings and creativity coaching. Tune in Tuesdays for our next episode. And remember, with creativity, anything's possible.